windows wet? Why am I cold inside? Why do I have to clean mould? How do I make my house healthier? How do I make it warmer? And how do I fix this? Our marketing specialist Gab has all the questions and she's looking for simple answers backed by science. Be like Gab. Gab learns and so will you. On this episode, Gab learns about heating, what the different types are, how to properly heat her home, and whether or not she's doing it the right way right now. Episode one, heating. Hi, Gab. Hi, Vida. How are you? I'm so good. So, so good. It's as if we've said this before. Yeah, it is Friday. Yeah. We're matching. We're doing the Canadian tuxedo thing. Yep. Matching, matching. Matchy, matchy. And so, what's, uh, what are we doing today? We're learning about heating. Are we? Well, I am. Okay. You, you know about heating already. I know a thing or two. I don't know a lot. I know, I know a little bit. Okay. But not enough. Okay. So. And I think there's probably a lot of people out there that are very much like me. Yeah. And know a little bit, but not enough. Sure. So how can I help? So let's. What do you want to know? Let's crunch some things on heating. Let's get into it. Um, so I've got a few questions mm-hmm. and I thought. I'll just ask you these and we can roll through. I have a few scenarios of my own house um, that I'll talk you through as well. So anyway, to kick it off, what is the best way to heat? The best way to heat? Oh my gosh, that's such a general question. Kick it off with like a very generalized question. (laughs) The biggest question possible. (laughs) Okay, so the best way to heat, I would say, is continuously. Like the ideal thing that you want to have in your house is one temperature all the time. Because that's good for you, that's good for your house, that's good for preventing mold. If you have it going up and down and up and down, it makes it more expensive. Uh, even though you think, oh, if I'm not heating, then I'm going to be paying less. But you have to heat it back up. So if you keep it at one temperature, I think that's the best way to heat. Right. Okay. One temperature, which obviously you can't do when you live in a climate that changes and your house isn't always going to maintain one temperature, right? Ooh, I, I'm not sure what you're getting at because I come from Canada and it goes from minus 40 to plus 40 and we keep it one temperature inside all yeah, the time. Yeah, but how do you keep it that one temperature? Uh, with a heater, first of all. There we go. But also um, also it's like a full house heater. Yeah. Um, that that uh, basically has vents that go around and mm-hmm. uh, and distribute heat everywhere and then also they're insulated pretty well. So right. that kind of keeps the heat in so you're not just you know, throwing money out your window. Right. Mm. So I guess I've lived in many houses in my time, rented yeah. a lot. Got it. Um, and in my, I'll use my current um, house at the moment. So we have a heat pump, yeah. which is it's a split level. So we've got an upstairs, downstairs. downstairs. Yeah. The heat pump is downstairs in our living room, which open plan, living room, dining room, kitchen, mm-hmm. which heats really well. Okay. But it doesn't heat upstairs. Well, because it's, it's two different places in your right? house. Yeah. So how am I best to heat the whole house and keep it at one temperature Ooh. if I only have a heating device in, say, the main living area? As a renter? As a renter. Oof. That's a, that's a hard one because you're not allowed to drill holes in your, no. in your ceiling or floor because I'd say, like, put some vents so that the heat goes up through the floor. <laughs> Um, but you're not allowed to do that. Um, and I also don't want to buy another heat pump to put upstairs. Fair. Have you thought of getting, uh, you know, like five fans? And so you have a fan that blows the hot air up the staircase. And so you have one and then another one that goes around the corner and then another one that goes around the corner. It brings it upstairs and then blows the hot air into your bedroom. No, you're kidding, right? A little bit, yeah. <laughs> but I mean, it's, it's a way that you could do it um, okay. because you're not allowed to put in vents. You're not allowed to cut holes. Yeah, so no. you could get really creative about it if you wanted to. Okay, because, uh, right. So we have the heat pump, which, 
you've just said we we should maintain the heat throughout the day, ideally. Should, yeah. But none of us are home during the day. So generally we wake up in a freezing home, sure. we leave, sure. we come home to a freezing home at night, we crank the heater. Got it. And it's like, you know, I feel the cold. So I get home and I'm like, I'm going to put this bad boy on 31 Got now because I, I want heat instantly. Does it that ever... is the wrong thing to do, isn't it? <sighs> It's not, okay, the thing is, you're living in a house where you can't keep it at the the same temperature because you'll just have it running all the time. Yeah. Have you ever actually gotten to 31 by putting it 31 on your your heat pump? Like, you set it to 31, but does it actually get to that temperature? Oh, it gets warm. It It gets gets really hot. Okay, all right. Yeah. But it doesn't creep up the stairs and go into your bedroom. No. It's probably because you don't have much insulation we up don't. there. Windows are probably pretty bad too. Correct. Like that's the unfortunate thing. The house that you live in kind of makes it impossible for you yes. to, to do it. So, yeah. I mean, you got to start with the envelope, but we're talking about heating today. So, yeah. Okay, cool. So then if we're talking about heat pumps, yep. which I think there's kind of like most people were just like chucking a heat pump because sure. that's going to help. Yeah. Is this the right thing to be doing or should we be looking at other alternatives of heating? <sighs> like my, my parents have a have a fire and yeah. that sure as hell heats the house. Okay. Um, you guys have good insulation, I guess? They have good insulation. They sure. also have a heat pump that when it's in cooler months, you yeah. know, you're not using the fire, so they use sure. the heat pump. Sure. But I don't have a fire. Mm-hmm. But, you know, if someone has the option of looking at a heat pump versus other heating options, what, what's best? You're putting me on the spot here. Um, well, I'm trying to learn. Well, I, I appreciate it. Hey, yeah, <laughs> ask me all the questions that you want. Okay, so with a heat pump, I'm looking out, out there at a heat pump because uh, we have one on the wall there. Um, heat pumps are great because they blow the air around and it circulates it. Um, and they also work pretty efficiently because um, in my house, I don't have a heat pump. I have a just one of those, you know, heaters from Briscoe's that has a fan and it gets like hot, but there's oh, a fan yeah. that kind of blows around. Yeah. It's not great and it just runs continuously when I'm home. Um, and it doesn't really do a lot. So having a heat pump is good. Having a fireplace is great because I personally just like having a fireplace. Yeah. Um, and Sean was in here before and he was actually just saying that that's the most efficient way to heat um, in terms of carbon because the trees grow. They suck the carbon dioxide out of the air and then you burn it. So it just makes it oh, makes a loop essentially. Right. Cycles. So there's that. Um, but then you have all the particulate that comes out. There's certain parts of the country that have really bad air quality because people have a lot of fireplaces. So right. It depends on your house, really, honestly, um, and depends on what works. So your house doesn't have a, a fireplace, and it's probably not well insulated. I've been in houses that are not well insulated with a fireplace, and the only place it's warm is right in front of the fire. Yeah. That's it. Right. Because you're just getting that light energy. My friend has a house like that. Yeah. Yeah. So it completely depends. Um, in your situation for your bedroom, probably like an electric blanket would help. Uh, you've got one of those. Yeah. So here, here's my <laughs> little, like... I think up? that I've like sort of sussed this, Let's but hear it. it's probably ridiculous. Sure. Do not laugh. Okay. So I have one of those iron bar heaters, Yes. you know, that, which I actually think are really great, yeah. like, and quite safe from what I understand. Yep. Um, so at night, if I leave that on, mm-hmm. I get too hot. If I've closed up all my windows and whatnot, I That's get too hot. Okay. I, wait, I wake up in the night and I'm like, oh, it's too hot. Okay. Gross. Cool. So. So. I leave it on all night, Mm -hmm. but I open my window just a smidge. (laughs) Fair. So I have like this fresh air, but then it like takes the chill out of the air. To be completely honest, that's a really great way to heat your room. Yes. Why? Because you're also letting the moisture that you're breathing out go out that window. And so you're heating it. And so the cold air that comes in, it comes in at a certain relative humidity and you heat it up and it brings that relative humidity down because warmer air holds more water in it, if that makes any sense. Yeah. So 
The fact that you're getting that cold air in and you're warming it up means that it's absorbing that moisture instead of making condensation on your windows, on your walls, yes. et cetera, et cetera. So honestly, you have sussed it. I can't, I can't say wow. anything bad about it. Look at that. The only thing is that it's not very efficient and you have to do that because your house doesn't let you do it more efficiently. Yes. So for the house that you're living in, I think, I think that's great. Yeah. Killing it. Okay. Amazing. Yeah. And then you just touched on moisture. Yes. So how does that affect heat? Um, it, I, I don't want to get too complicated about it no, because there's don't. no, really, yeah, you're just, your eyes are going to glaze over. You're not yeah. going to care. Um, but like I said, warmer air holds more water in it. Um, but if you add water to the air, then it makes it feel colder. And if you take water away, it makes it feel warmer. If that makes any sense. Yes, because this so. because when you introduce more water into the air, the water like when you're having a hot shower. Yes, except it's hot water, so it doesn't quite make uh, sense. Like I'll give you an example. Okay. In Toronto, um, we have uh, patios, and I mean, like everyone has patios, I guess. Yeah. But sorry, it's like a huge thing. Everyone wants to be on the patio because we get summer months, and it's only like two months, and everyone wants to be outside while they're eating and drinking. Um, they have certain patios that have these sprayers, and the sprayers just spray water into the air. And you think, hmm, do I feel colder because the water's coming onto me and, and I'm like getting wet? But it's not. What it is, is they're making the air more moist. And that air, when it, oh, sorry, that water, when it turns from liquid into vapor and it, and yeah. it gets absorbed by that air, it picks up heat at the same time. So if you spray water into the air, it drops the temperature by like a couple degrees. So you ah. feel cooler, even though it's like 35 degrees outside. So great thing to do in summer. Yeah. Probably not in your house though, because no, you already have you. enough moisture in your house. You don't want to add more. You don't want to, yeah. Do it outside on your patio. Great. Awesome. Just like spritz yourself and then it'll be good. Yeah. Yeah. Amazing. And mm. then this morning, another yes. example, yeah. I got up, it was cold downstairs. No heat pump was on. Okay. Opened the blinds mm. and there's water all over my windows yeah. inside. Yeah. Like Pretty typical. Con condensation. Yeah. Typical. I see it. Like I've seen it forever. Yeah. For as long as I've lived in a house, I've seen it basically. Sure. In New Zealand? In New Zealand. Have you lived elsewhere? Yes, I have. Did I've... you find condensation there? Um, no, Oh, interesting, right? Yeah. Could be that um, the houses have something to do with it. But I think like for <laughs> most, I don't know, like a lot of, I've spoken to a lot of my friends about this because I'm obviously learning. Yep. And they're like, oh, you yeah, know, we have that as well. As yeah. though it's just like, well, it's, it's a normal thing, but it's not, right? I mean, it's normal for here in New Zealand because of the way that the houses are built. Um, because a lot of times people have single glazing, Yes. um, that adds to it, but also the aluminum joinery mm. also gets really cold. So when you have a cold surface and you have moist air that hits that cold surface, the water comes out of the air and it forms on, forms on your windows, on your, your joinery and stuff like that. Um, that's what condensation is. It's yeah. basically the water coming out of the air and settling on a surface because it's cold. When you have your blinds closed... The reason why you get more condensation when the blinds are closed is because, well, first of all, there's that, yes, but also you are making the window even colder because the blinds or the, the curtains are insulating it. So you're keeping the hot air inside your house and then between the blinds and the curtains, it's ah, getting colder. Yes. And so it makes it even colder there. And then once the air eventually goes in, because it's not sealed or anything, yeah. it'll turn into condensation. Mm. Right. That's why people like people buy thermal curtains. Yeah. And it makes you feel warmer inside, but you get more condensation on yeah. your windows. Yeah, because the air is still going to get around them somehow. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. But it's colder there. And so um, you just said about glass. Um, what did you the double glaze? Single glazing. Single double glaze, glaze. And then there's double glaze, right? Yeah. And everyone harps on about I'm going to double glaze my house because that's the best thing ever. Is should I not double glaze my house if I'm not going to invest in good joinery? 
I mean, we're talking about heating today, but yeah, if you, want, if you want to touch on I that as well. I was just like, wow, I'm learning. Okay, maybe we save that for another episode. I mean, but, sure. You know. yeah, yeah. I mean, the thing is, if you are double glazing, then you have to think about the joinery. If you're putting it in timber, great. If you're putting it in just regular aluminium, you're kind of almost wasting your time. Okay, cool. Almost. Almost. Depends on your house. Depends on how much you heat it. Depends on how moist it is, et cetera, et cetera. Okay, yeah. good to know. Mm-hmm. Okay, I think like maybe final question. Sure, let's hear it. What is the, like in New Zealand, we have pretty good summers. We have pretty cold winters, but it's it's very like, it's a seasonal trend. We know what's coming. We yep. sort of, you know, we're used to it. So yeah. what would you say is an optimum temp- temperature for us to heat our house in the winter and yeah. cool our house in the summer? Okay, uh, very good question. Um, it depends on who you ask, and it depends on what you feel. Depends on how moist it is, because, like I said, warmer air feels cold. Or sorry, moist air feels colder. Drier air feels warmer. Mm-hmm. Generally, anywhere between eighteen and twenty-five degrees. Right. And I and I say a big a big amount like that because in the summer, if you don't want to use your AC very much because you don't want to waste a lot of money, then don't cool it all the way down to eighteen because you're generally in shorts and a t-shirt anyways. Yeah. You'll have some wind blowing in through the window. The doors will be open. Doors yeah. will be open, so you don't really have to cool it down that much. Sure. Um, in the winter, even eighteen feels cold. I don't know how you oh feel about goodness, it. Oh my goodness, eighteen. It's cold, no right? Why? I yeah. would not have eighteen degrees in winter. Yeah, I have. So my my place, I have a little a little thermometer, and it tells me how how warm it is. I throw my heater on. It gets up to twenty two or twenty three, and then I just barely feel warm. But the reason for that is because my floors are really cold because they're concrete and it's over the garage. And so they're just super, super cold. So my feet are ice. My head is really warm and it's just really uncomfortable. So that's why having insulation everywhere is a good thing. But, you know, you live where you live. I'm renting, so I can't do anything about it. Okay, so 18 to 25 degrees all year round. But it depends on how you feel about it. Based on how you feel. Yeah. Leave the heater or well, the heat pump or whatever mechanism you've got to heat your house on all day and night all day all night i mean that's not to like leave it on but if you have one that has a temperature sensor yeah then throw it on to a certain temperature and keep it there and do a timer like would you switch it on time um, it so it goes at night no i mean you could have a timer that changes the temperature a little bit that's what we right. have in canada you have a thermostat on the wall and you can yeah. set it for a certain time so when you come home it'll start warming up and then when you leave for the day it'll cool down by a couple degrees yeah but you're not going down to 10 degrees and then back up to 25 and then back down to 10 and back up to 25 yeah it's like five five degrees yeah i think that's the biggest thing i've learned about heating is that if you do leave your heater on all day or you you know for the majority of the day to heat your house Mm. it is going to be less cost it's going to cost you less than if you go home to a freezing house and chuck it on 31 like i do and it doesn't make sense you're going to get a spike in your electricity bill well not even that but also you like it goes all the way down to 10 so then your heater has to work full blast for a while just to get you back up to that temperature yeah instead of just turning on a little bit turning off a little bit turning on a little bit turning off a little bit but if you don't have no insulation at all then it's kind of hard to do that it's kind of hard to justify so it just depends on where you live but yeah I feel warm. Yeah? Do you? <laughs> I feel warm. I mean, you are in the sun right now, so that's, that's part of it. Um, but no. we're also wearing denim, so I kind of, you know. No, that's great. I've yeah. learned a lot. Great. It's our first first one of learning, me learning heat. Yeah. Gab learns heating. Gab learns heating. <laughs> and just to be clear, you don't have a building science background, oh, engineering no, no, no. background. I'm very much the layperson right here. Sure. You've been learning just from being in the office, I guess. Eh? Yep. Just mm. learning from being in here. Cool. Well. Next week, we are talking about... Something. 
insulation. I is think it insulation? Yeah. Cool. I think it might we, be. Oh, so we, we like preempted it tonight? Yeah, we, awesome. can, we can pick up on that. Um, the window joinery and exactly. whatnot. Cool. Yes. Stay Sounds tuned. good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Gab. Thank you. Thanks for stopping by and learning with us. If you like what you hear, hit subscribe and tune in next week. If you want to learn more, find us on Instagram at pink.moose. Check out our website, Oculus. That's O-C-U-L-U-S-L-T-D.co.nz. And join the conversation on LinkedIn. Be like Gab, be curious and always keep learning. Having a healthy home can be easy if you know what questions to ask. Learn more next time with Gab on Gab Learns.